Are you ready to have your website get found by the right people? Are you looking to rank at the top of Google so you get more traffic to your website? Are you ready to learn how to use SEO and content marketing to grow your organic traffic? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. Welcome to the Simple SEO Content Podcast, where I show you how to combine the power of SEO, search engine optimization, and content marketing to build your like, know, and trust factor with your audience, which allows you to get found by the right people and turn those visitors into buyers. No more frustration or confusion and no more time wasted wondering if you're doing your SEO right. It's time to learn how to use SEO and content marketing to grow your business. Hi there. Welcome back to the Simple SEO Content Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Lind Teigen, and I'm so glad to have you here with me today. We're going to talk about one of the questions I get all the time. How exactly do I get to position number one in Google anyway, Rachel? So if you've been around here for a while, you're learning SEO, you understand the importance of being in position number one. As you know, the higher you rank on Google, the more traffic that you're going to get to your website, the more free organic traffic. Free traffic is really important because it helps you make more money in your business because you're not having to pay for Google or Facebook or another social media channel to send the traffic to you. You're earning the traffic by doing your SEO. So how in the world do we get to position number one anyway? It's actually pretty simple process. The most important thing here is to make sure that you're choosing a keyword that your website has a really good chance of ranking on page one, high at the top, if you want to get to position number one. So before you do any work on your page or you create a blog post or you write anything, I want you to really hone in on finding the right keyword. Now, once you think you've found the right keyword, you're pretty sure it's the one that you want to use. I want you to go to Google and I want you to use an incognito browser window. This means your personal search results are not going to impact what you see in Google search results because Google does personalize search results based on our previous history. So your results in a traditional Google window are going to be different generally than in an incognito window. So go to Google, open an incognito browser window, type in the keyword that you're thinking about using that you want to optimize for. And I want you to look at page one or the first 10 listings. Google kind of changes the um, search search results page sometimes. So right now we've got generative search experience at the top. That's the AI area. I want you to look at what three sites, usually it's three sites, what three sites are they pulling from for the generative AI section if it happens to be there. Um, Then I want you to look and go through until you get down to like, take a look at the people also ask, take a look at the related searches, like go down through that section. Generally after related searches right now, we're seeing the next set of um, search results. So that would actually be our normal traditional page two, 11 through 20. Those are currently showing up on that infinite scroll, that super long page. But I want you to look at what's between generative AI at the top, 
to the related searches at the bottom, count out a maximum of 10 listings. How similar are you to them? So are these websites that are very, very similar to you? They're local to you. They're small businesses. They're brands you've heard of. They're brands you've interacted with. They're your competitors. Maybe you're even there. If so, you're probably on a really good track and you probably are headed in the right direction. And this keyword is very likely going to be a good one for you. However, if you're looking here and all you see are big national brands or maybe big local brands, but they're really big compared to you, they're probably very authoritative in Google's eyes. They're Ones where if they had a store, it would be at the mall and the main mall, or it would be at all the malls. Then my friend, this is not going to be a good keyword for you because it's too competitive. You're not going to outrank these big national brands, these big super competitive websites, etc. You're not going to outrank them because in Google's eyes, you're not as authoritative as they are on this particular subject. So it's very unlikely that you will be able to outrank them. And it's really important that we're able to rank on page one because 99.7% of all searchers do not go to page two, which means you've got to be on page one to get traffic from search, okay? So that's the very first thing. We've got to be able to be on page one. We've got to make sure that these are keywords that we can rank for. If you're seeing ones that are super competitive and you're like, okay, you're probably right, Rachel, I'm probably not going to be able to rank for this, then I want you to go back to the drawing board and look for an alternative keyword. Go back to your keyword research tool if you're using one or if you haven't used one yet. Now's the time to take your keyword, put it in as a seed term, so put it in as one of the ones you're considering, and see what other results Google gives you, what other suggestions they have, and go through the process again. What you're looking for is the least competitive keyword with search volume. So higher volume is great. Lower competition is more important. So the more, the most important is how competitive and how much search volume. So the lowest competition with the highest search volume of those lower competition keywords. You're likely going to find that the keywords that you're targeting have very low search volume. And that, my friend, is okay. Search volume is not the most important thing when it comes to selecting your keywords for your optimization. Your website's ability to rank for the keyword is the most important thing. Because if you choose a keyword where Google determines you are not competitive enough for this, you are not going to show up on page one, you are not going to get traffic to it. You're going to end up back there on page five, page nine. Nobody, even your mom is going to give up before she gets to page nine. <laughs> like The reality is you've got to be on page one. We want you to be as high as possible on page one because the vast majority of the clicks go to the listings that are in positions one, two, and three. So you're going to want to be as high as possible on page one. So you're going to want to choose a keyword that has some search volume, even if it's low, it's okay even if it's low because we're going to go about this and create lots of content. So even if we're only getting a few visits from each piece, we're still going to make money. We're still going to get traffic. We're still going to get those rankings. It's still going to work. It doesn't have to be a huge keyword to get results, my friend. 
So we're going to choose that keyword. Once you feel confident you have chosen the right keyword, then I want you to use that keyword in all of the places that Google is going to look for information as to what your site is about, what your page is about. And I want you to follow Google's rules. First and foremost, you can use a keyword a maximum of two times on your website. So you need to write this down on your master spreadsheet and you need to keep track of it and you need to make sure that you don't use this other than like one other page because Google's only gonna show you a maximum of two times, which means if you're using the same keyword on 10 pages, you're limiting yourself. You're limiting your potential reach to two pages instead of 10 pages with 10 different email or 10 different keywords. So choose your keyword. Now you're going to use that keyword in your title tag. You're going to write a title tag that is a maximum of 60 characters, including spaces that uses your keyword. Then you're going to write a meta description. Again, using your keyword, maximum of 160 characters, including spaces. You're going to want to verify that these are correct. So you're going to want to write them out, go over to Word or Google Sheets, whatever you want, do a Character count, so highlight your text for your title tag or your meta description. Do a character count and include spaces. Keep your title tag under 60, your meta description under 160. You're going to want to write your content using your keyword in your content. You are not going to write to a specific keyword density score. No, no, no. <laughs> you may see things, you may see posts that'll tell you write to this keyword density score, use your keyword this many times. Do not do that. Google does not want you to do that. Google wants you to write for your audience. You are naturally going to use your keyword because your blog post is about your keyword. It is tied to it. So you're going to be fine. No keyword density scores, no writing six times, none of that. That's how we get really crummy content and Google does not want that. Google wants great high quality content. Then you're going to use your keyword in your header tags. Your header tags are the big font that separates the sections on your page. Google's going to look at those as another way of understanding what your page is about. You're going to use those in your sections and your subsections. So your page by default is generally an H1 tag, header one. That's the most important concept on the page. Your keyword needs to be in there. Then from there, the H2 tag is like your section. So if you have, say your blog post is three points, each of those three points is going to be an H2 tag. Then if you're having sub points in those, so let's say point number one actually has three sub points, the sub points will be H3 tags. H4, 5, and 6 exist. You don't need to worry about them. One, two, and three are going to be the maximum that you're going to worry about. There's one H1 tag on each page. H2 and H3 can have multiple. So you're going to use your keyword there. You're going to use your keyword in your image file name. That means the picture that you're putting on your page. Do not just upload it with the standard picture name. Don't do that. The image 678, don't do that. Go ahead and update it using your keyword and using the dash, the one that looks like the minus sign, in between each word because Google reads those as a space so Google will understand. Now, if you want a bonus, you can put your business name in there as well. So keyword dash, keyword dash, keyword dash business name. Dash, add multiple dashes if your business name is like mine and it's multiple words. 
This will then allow your images to show up when someone does a Google search for your business name. You'll allow it to look bigger and your images will show up. So like your blog post images, all of that will show up when someone searches for your business name. So it's another way to really own more of the real estate on the search engine results page. Go ahead and get my SEO content quick start guide. It's at the freebies tab on my website, etchedmarketing.com forward slash freebies. It's going to walk you through exactly how to do all of this. It's going to give you a checklist on the very last page so you can make sure you've done what you need to do so that you can have the best chance possible of ranking in position number one on Google. If you're not sure how to choose the right keyword in the beginning, take my free class. It's there available on the freebies tab as well. Get started with that. It's going to walk you through, start to teach you a little bit more about this. And then join me in Simple SEO Content where we can really do a deep dive on it and you can truly learn everything that you need to to get results and to get you to page one consistently and on a regular basis. All right, thank you so much for being here. Let me know if you have any questions. You can always DM me on Instagram at Etched Marketing Academy. I'll see you next week. That's all for today's episode of the Simple SEO Content Podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you visit my website, etchedmarketing.com, and visit the freebies tab. Right there, you're going to find the SEO Content Quick Start Guide along with the free SEO class. So you'll have everything you need to know to get started with SEO and content marketing. Then do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind, if you would do a rating and a review of this podcast on your favorite platform, that would really help spread the message. And I do greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram at Etched Marketing Academy, and I will see you right back here next week. 